Let's get this going. We are out of time. Technical difficulties. But we're going now? All right. Uh, today, May 6th, we'll be, we'll be putting this out today, by the way. May 6th marks my eighth year in this country and in Los Angeles. Yep, I'm practically American now. But fortunately, unfortunately rather, I still have some of the same physical features I had the day I stepped off the plane. Beer gut, man tits, and a fast food addiction. It's like I moved to the wrong state to fit in. Here the only place I fit is in two seats on an airplane. It's like I'm a permanent tourist in LA in my own body. And by the way, all the rumors and speculation that once I become a citizen, I'll suddenly turn into a gun-toting, flag-waving Republican. I mean, sure, I'll pledge allegiance to the flag and to the oil lobbyists and to Ronald McDonald, but guns? No thanks. I have enough trouble controlling my own body, let alone a firearm. My entire 30s were here, which, which is kind of crazy to think about. Because growing up in Canada was different. The only time we had a lockdown in high school, which as we know, was when a moose was on the loose in the schoolyard. That's Cranberry Portage, Manitoba. Yep, we took that threat seriously. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to episode number Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boys. I am your host Dave Weasel. Let's get this over with. Okay, so I'm doing something wild this month. I'm doing a dry May. I know, I know, it sounds like some made-up nonsense, but trust me, it's real, but it's only happening to me. Now you might be thinking... Dave Weasel, not drinking for a month? What kind of parallel universe is this? And I get it, because drinking is practically part of my DNA. I take a, a, a 23andMe test and it shows I'm at the 30% bottom shelf whiskey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any shows coming up though, so there's no real uh, reason to drink, but I figured why not take a little break, you know? Let me tell you, it's nothing. See, during the pandemic, I rediscovered my old friend whiskey when I went keto. It had been years since I had shot this stuff and... Um, uh, since uh, the, the last time I had it before then was when an old lady at the bar I worked at when I was 21 bought me like six shots in a row. And then I nearly froze to death in the Winnipeg winter trying to escape her while she was warming up her car because she thought for some reason I was going with her. But, uh, you know, um, I gave it another shot, so to speak. And I started pouring out shots of this $20 handle of Jim Beam during the pandy. And I was spending all day floating around in my pool just using my ever-growing ass as a flotation device. So anyways, um, even, even back then I thought, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe I should take a break. So when I ran out of whiskey, I, I just didn't buy another bottle. And then three months went by before I even realized it. And you know what? I felt better. My fat gut even shrank a bit. Uh, partially, but still. So now here I am. Okay, a couple years later. Uh, I'm six days into, into dry May, and it's, it's nothing like I said. Sure, sure it's the weekend now, but... Uh, I'm not, I'm not white-knuckling it or anything. I'm just going to do some uh, grocery shopping and see a movie later. I feel like a Jehovah's Witness again, but as an adult, which is probably a bad sign. Hey, they know uh, domestic violence without the excuse of alcohol. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I don't feel any different, better or worse, which is kind of weird, right? But I guess I don't, I don't drink every day anyway because I can't be hungover every day. That's the part of drinking people don't talk about, how lethargic and useless you are the next day. And embarrassed. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Um, when it comes to drinking, there's, there's two types of comedians. Sober ones, people who don't drink at all, never have, and also quit. But also the ones that will soon be sober if they want any success. Rarely, very rarely, do you see guys at the top that are total booze bags. Or at least drinking as much as they did when they were starting out. It's like drinking is part of the job description when you start. That's probably what drew me into it in the first place. 10 years ago, but, you know, for now I'm taking a break. Who knows? Maybe I'll be a sober comedian like Jerry Seinfeld or Ellen, but without all the fame and money, so 
so much of it that I can get away with anything like they did. <laughs> or maybe I'll go back on the sauce next month. Probably that. Okay, it just says meeting spell. Oh, okay, see, I have my notes and I'm disorganized, so I drag you along with me. But listen to this. Okay, so remember how um, we talked about the way you meet someone will determine the way you break up with them? Okay, for a refresher, let's say you meet in the back alley behind a show because you want to have some dumpster beers to save money. And you meet somebody, all right? The relationship ends eight months later when she strips naked on New Year's Eve and hits you over the head with a baseboard. Okay, does that sound specific? Hmm. Well, Winnipeg, man. Or let's say the opposite end, okay? You're a top executive, and you cheat on your spouse with another top executive. All right? When you're that rich, it's not cheating. It's called an affair, and multiple lawyers get involved. All right? So you tell me how you think this one would have ended. All right? My friend just got engaged to a girl he met while doing cocaine together in a men's room at the bar with mutual friends. That's what they call a meet-cute and make Ryan Gosling movies about it. That's how you start a relationship off with a bang, or rather a hit. See, I thought the breakup for this couple would end with lawyers also, but a guy from legal aid with a ponytail that can't keep anyone out of jail, you know? A couple of assault charges happened, but you know what? They made it work. So, congratulations? Now listen, I'm not hating. I'm just, I'm just wondering how they're going to tell their grandkids how they met, you know? Ah, the year was 2021. Los Angeles, California, where everyone was either in therapy, going to the gym, or doing cocaine. Literally everyone in L.A. did cocaine back then. And probably even still now in whatever year this is in the future. Uh, the, the, the county flag was just a pile of powder at that point. Even the senior citizens were grinding their dentures into dust. Anyway, I saw your grandma from across the dirty sink in the men's room, haunted by the fart ghosts of the barflies, rum-bum riaria, and I got lost in her eyes. Lost, because they were so glossed over I couldn't tell which direction they were looking in. It was mutual. She thought my incoherent ramblings about starting a new business with an idea I came up with just then, as the words were coming out of my mouth, was adorable. That business never uh, panned out because I spent all my money on cocaine, and that's why your dad couldn't go to college. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real couple I'm talking about. See, if I, don't get if, if I do get invited to the wedding, I'm going to do that exact speech. You know, in the last episode, I actually talked about um, how I don't like my friends coming to my shows because then the night turns into a whole party. You know, I've been doing this shit for 10 years, and I don't want to be that guy who brings a whole crew into the green room, you know? Well, this is the other reason. You see, every human encounter that doesn't involve money is still a transaction of some kind. You know, friendship, friendship is an emotional transaction. It's mutually beneficial. But for me, it's also fodder for my podcast and for my stand-up. So people get mad when they talk about their stupid lives or their dumb mistakes. But if you think about it, it's their own fault for coming out or tuning in when I told them not to. So you know what? It's not my problem. You're the one eavesdropping at this point. God damn it. I really did grow up to be a Cartman, didn't I? I wasn't, I wasn't like that when I was young, though. I was a little cat lover. I still am today, despite getting brutally attacked by a cat when I was about seven. Um, you... This, this really happened again. We're, we're just being truth here. Uh, you'd, think, you'd think, how could a, a little cat possibly take me down? You know, I'm a big, strong, handsome, sexy, good at Call of Duty man. Well, let me tell you, man, this was no ordinary cat. This was a ferocious farm beast with a vendetta against me. All right, my mom's boyfriend at the time, he lived on this farm. Not with any barnyard animals, just, just that outdoor cat and a little shitty poodle covered in warts. But he had a, like a, he had a tractor in a, in a basement. 
so one day this cat comes uh, charging at me like a full-on feline freak show, you know? These barn cats have seen some shit. Street cats can at least eat garbage. This little shit had to kill everything it ate. All right? Bar barn cats are way more gangster than street cats. But we'll leave that for another day. All right? This was, this was more panther than pet. So he's coming at me, and I'm trying to run, but this cat is fast, you know? And uh, it jumps on my legs and starts tearing me up like, like, a, like a Jehovah's Witness kid sneaking in Halloween candy. You know, and, and I'm screaming and flailing around just trying to get this little demon off of me, but it wouldn't let go. And I'm screaming, I didn't do anything to you. Like, that's what I said to this animal. I didn't do anything to you. But, you know, this cat wasn't interested in any explanations or reason. So whatever, I managed to shake the cat loose and uh, I took off running as fast as I could. But the cat wasn't done with me. It was still chasing me all the way back into the house. And he's hissing and spitting like he's a drunk girl trying to start a fight. So I slammed the door behind me and I, 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 I kind of just collapse against it. You know, and I'm panting and I'm sweating and I'm covered in scratches all over my legs. And my mom comes running over and she's like, oh, what happened? And all I got to do is point at the window because that's where the cat was. He like climbed up to the window and he's staring at me like he just like, like he wanted to finish the job, you know. I had to go to the hospital, no stitches or anything, but it still messed me up. Now, you know what the crazy part is? I'm the one who got in trouble. Like, not disciplined or anything, but I, um, I was asked, what did I do to the cat to make me do that? They're like, hey, we warned you not to pet him, which is a fair assumption. Because back then, I was obsessed with cats. And I still am today, even after all of that for some reason. You know, that's some small town shit. <sighs> Everybody in a small town was attacked by a cat. You know, the most famous person I met when I was a kid was a guy with a pool. <laughs> he was the most famous guy. He had an above-ground pool in my small town, and that's the closest thing to a Hollywood mansion we had. All right? When I met him, I couldn't help but to think uh, his yard must be like the Playboy Grotto-style, you know, parties every night. And in Cranberry Portage, Manitoba, it probably was if the dude had enough Coors Light to go around. It's a big deal in a small town. Again, like, people, people gossiped about anything. Including, like, when he got a new filter on that thing. That guy represented leisure and luxury in that town. Start springtime off right with America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals you'll love right to your door so you have more time for everyday life. It's time to start thinking about the warmer weather, so check out some of these calorie-smart meals with 550 calories or less. With Factor, you get to skip the trip to the grocery store, all the preparing and cleaning up. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you gotta do is heat and eat. Get flavor-packed meals with Factor suited to your lifestyle. Choose from keto, vegan and veggie, calorie-smart, and pl protein-plus options on the menu every week. All prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With over 30 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to check out. Factor even has breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, load up on snacks with an assortment of over 45 add-ons. Forget takeout, get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. 
Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 and use code valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code valleyboys50 at factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box. I wonder how he's doing now. Probably dealing with liver failure. (laughs) Have you ever thought about who the most powerful people in the world are? Uh, It's not the politicians or the CEOs. Nah, it's the people who decide how much they get paid. You know who these people are? The money printers, Beyonce, the Kardashians, that's who. It's the celebrities, the ones that are the product that everybody pays for, okay? Because even the biggest movie stars like Brad Pitt, he can't do that. He's indebted to the movies, to, to the producers, to the writers, directors, somebody else's work too. And Tom Cruise can't make a movie about crying because his jeans don't fit and fighting with his sister. And like, or at least he can't make stupid money from it. The Kardashians, on the other hand, can and do. And that's exactly how low they swing. They could sell their farts in a jar and make more money than most people in all of entertainment ever could dream of making. Imagine, imagine being able to make hundreds of dollars just by living your normal life. Whatever, like, uh, like going to work, eating at Applebee's, watching Family Guy, you do it in a heartbeat. And the one thing the, you know, Beyonce's and Kardashians can't really do, though, is get political. Not too political. They have to be careful with their opinions. And they can't come out swinging about one guy or the other without severe backlash that will affect their profits. Except Taylor Swift. She did probably one of the bravest things you could do when you're at the very top like that, which is take a hard stance on an entire party. Now, she did it once, she made herself clear, and didn't keep harping on it. But you know everybody around her was discouraging her to do that, but they had no choice but to let her. Because the best, the best she could have gotten as far as support from people around her was like a nervous but reluctant support because it's worth it for them just to go along. That's how powerful she is. She has that fuck you money. You know, sure she got entangled with with the rights to her previous masters, but she's selling out every stadium on earth and could and she could keep putting out music that people pay for. She, so she goes like, you want my masters? Fine. I'll re-record the songs and make a ton more money. And yours, which is something I poured my soul into, will be worth nothing and you'll look like the asshole to millions of people. See, that's the most badass thing. I think I'm a Taylor Swift fan now. But do you know uh, Do you know who the Kardashians of the political world are? It's corporations. Ah, fuck, here we go. They fund campaigns that, uh, that buy votes so they can quietly put in legislation to serve their own profits at the expense of our interest. That is how they manage to get rich farting into a jar. You know, as long as they're putting in uh, enough of these egomaniacs who are already wealthy and successful in their own lives, but uh, they still feel like they don't have enough power and control, so they drop a little pin on the map and they go, I'll fuck over the people over here for some money, please. Announcing candidacy of any kind is like putting up yard sale signs for an estate sale. Everything must go. Get here before someone else does and bring money. And that's everybody, okay? From the very top to the president, all the way down to the to, to the milkman, they're just they're getting paid under the uh, under the radar, okay? It starts with campaign funding, you know. Then it, then it goes to favors. Every every president of the United States has had to take a call from some private company CEO, the president, and then they ask them, uh, you know, how are you going to vote on this particular issue that fucks everybody over except for me? And the answer 
they have to answer it something coy, you know? They go, oh, <laughs> you know me. And then they're like, okay, cool. Well, we're just budgeting for your next election. And by the way, we have millions for these speaking engagements when you're out of office. Uh, I mean, even the previously mentioned ponytailed legal aid lawyer could tell you the subjects of money and how they're going to be voting are two separate conversations. America! And I mean, like, let's 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 be real. Most families in this country don't make enough money to survive. They're barely getting by. So everybody above them is just fucking over someone else who's getting fucked by another person. It's like it's like a delicate bell. It's a Jenga tower made out of complete bullshit. And everything you do makes money for somebody else. But the real the 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 real kicker here is is the is the politicians. They're like the middleman for the campaign donors and the advertising agencies broadcasters networks they're all making bank off of these campaigns it's a whole industry in itself and these you know broadcasters they don't care they don't give a shit they have they have loosely enforced campaign rules when it comes to um how what what you can and can't say that's considered truth but you can exaggerate anything into a complete lie and it's perfectly legal it's like they're saying Yes, this, this toxic diarrhea is dividing the country and making everyone hate each other, but fuck it, we're all getting very rich. And that's really all that matters. It's not my problem if you think about it. You know, and the, <laughs> the funny thing is, these, um, these broadcasters will even air smear campaigns against e each other. They're getting paid from both ends to shovel this garbage at us, further dividing everybody based on political opinions, and they shamelessly do not care about it. They're also a bunch of Cartmans. Yes, we're destroying democracy. We're getting very rich off of it, but fuck you. You know, they're not they're not selling their soul here. They're selling yours. Ah, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. God damn it. <laughs> Ranty, rambling, I don't know, man. I have problems. Major butt drama going on over here. So let's just cut it off there, all right? I'm sorry. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us online at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter and at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. Couldn't be the same. I don't know why. Um, and just so you know, I don't man those accounts. Okay, there's a couple of, uh, quote, interns handling that who think they're getting college credit or something. Uh, they can't seem to post anything without some kind of typo. Uh, maybe they're exchange students from Canada. The last mistake was a, was a quote from the previous episode about racists. It was supposed to say something like, being outwardly prejudiced isn't just a measure of how hateful they are, but of how stupid they are. And for some reason, one of these goddamn interns said, it's how right they are. Think about that. Being outwardly prejudiced isn't a measure of how hateful they are, but of how right they are. That was on our Twitter account for like five seconds. Fuck, man. Can't get any decent free labor these days. Maybe I should ask the corporations. Anyways, from Reseda, California, I am Dave the Hypocrite Weasel. Good night. Start springtime off right with America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals you'll love right to your door so you have more time for everyday life. It's time to start thinking about the warmer weather, so check out some of these calorie-smart meals with 550 calories or less. With Factor, you get to skip the trip to the grocery store, all the preparing and cleaning up. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you gotta do is heat and eat. Get flavor-packed meals with Factor suited to your lifestyle. Choose from keto, vegan and veggie, calorie-smart, and pl protein-plus options on the menu every week. All prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With over 30 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to check out. Factor even has breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, load up on snacks with an assortment of over 45 add-ons. 
Forget takeout, get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 and use code valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code valleyboys50 at factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 to get 50% off your first box.